I'm Laura Austin. Dating and getting married was quite a journey for me, and now I can't seem to stop talking about it. So here we are on a podcast. Welcome. Hello, everybody. Long time no podcast. I literally just had to dust off my podcasting microphone, which is really making me giggle. <laughs> but here I am. This spring, y'all, has flown by. I don't, I'm like, May, it's May 19th. What is happening? We have been in a busy season of lots of different ministry things that we've said yes to that have been good, but it has been, whoo, gotta, I gotta hang on around here. <laughs> and I tend to just not, I have to focus sometimes. And I've been focusing on helping with uh, our church's VBS that we host each uh, summer, each June. So that has been a new thing on my plate that I have not done before. And so far, my dear podcast has been the thing that's kind of fallen off the plate, the full plate I have in front of me, but I am not letting it stay fall. I'm like, get back on there because I love y'all and I want to help you date well this summer. And summer is a great time to meet new people. And so just know that my desire to help you feel encouraged in your dating life as you head into a new season, um, that is motivating me to get back here and just get some words out, hopefully get you thinking, get you talking with your friends and encourage you to really kind of have an open mind and really brainstorm like how could you date well for these next few months as we head into summertime. The reason I think it's just a fun time to date is that it there's more activities. It's outside. There's people doing stuff, having barbecues, go to the beach. If you live near the beach, um, sorry if you don't, <laughs> I do. Oh, um, it's the best. Or actually, my kids are heading into. I'm like, this is going to be a good beach summer. There, my youngest is turning three soon. I think we're going to have some fun. Not to rub it in. Um, anyhow, but there's just there's more to do. Like you're not stuck in your house in the cold. Do you know what I mean? And so if we want to see it as a great time to have some. And yet that desire is not something you can totally control. There's other factors, another person involved, all the things. And it's, it's such a big desire. We really need to break it down. So let's break it down, down into some goals that you can actually work on on your own, achieve on your own, that are in your control. And for, um, what I, in my opinion, the basic goal of wanting to start dating, wanting to start, you know, head toward a relationship is to meet new people. If you haven't met him yet, you're going to need to meet him, right? And so that's really square one to start with. And so this summer, my question for you is, would it help you? Are you the type of person that it would help you to like set a, a number, like choose a number? Like I would like to meet 10 new people this summer. You know, by the time, if we think of summer as like June, July, August, you know, by September, I'd like to meet 10 new people. And depending on where you're at in your process, it could be 10 single men that are in your age range. Not that you know you click with them, just that they're just that basic fact. They are single. I could go on a date with them. Um, you could set a number like that. Go, go big if you want to. Make it 20. Make it three. You're like, 10 is too many. Whatever number feels manageable to you, you can set a number like that. And actually in your journal, like write some prayers down of like, Lord, I'm trying to meet new people. It seems like a good goal to try to meet 10 this summer. I want to say maybe 15 feels better. But, you know, if you want to go a little more moderate, maybe five a month, so 15, 
Now, if you're feeling like, oh, I don't like the idea of setting this number, because even like you could write down the people you meet in your journal just to show yourself you're making some progress. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't sit right with you, maybe it's a little uncomfortable and new. So maybe you still should do it. But if it really like sometimes certain motivational things, my personality is that I will do the opposite of that thing if I were to try that. So maybe you just need to have a mindset of meeting new people and it's going to be less sort of quantitative where you're writing down the numbers and you just need to have a mindset of I'm trying to meet new people. And so everywhere I go, I'm saying hello, I'm making eye contact. I'm trying to ask like one more question instead of just how are you today? It's, oh, what are you up to today? A little bit more open-ended where someone can't just say, you know, I'm fine or yes or no to something. You're asking an open-ended question to, to someone you don't know that just gets a little bit more of a conversation going. So you're just trying, that could be a way for you to meet new people is just to have this open mentality and mindset rather than writing things down. Personally, if I think you're in it to win it and you want to get serious about this, I do think setting a number and writing down those people each week, like, you know, turned around during the meet and greet at church and met a guy that was here visiting his sister or said hello to someone in the produce section at the grocery store or <laughs> whatever it is like those setting that goal, I think actually can be very helpful, but I just want to remind you there's an option. If you're like, you know, not really into the counting the people, if that somehow makes you just not want to do any of it, I still want you to know there's an option for you. You can just have the open mindset to meeting new people. Um, and the next thing you need to do besides figuring out what's your game plan, as far as like, you know, figuring out what your goal is, is to actually go places and do things like that is how you're going to meet new people this summer is to get out of your house, go try new things or do something you love that you've done for a long time, but keep doing it. You might already be doing this. And maybe I just need to tell you to keep going. You're doing awesome, but go, go to the places, do all the things. That's kind of what your game plan needs to be. If you'd like a little bit more encouragement or some tips or help with this, I actually have two episodes already that you could go back to. So episode seven was called tools to help you meet new people. Self-explanatory there. And then episode 12 is called where are the good men? If you kind of just need to work through some kind of mental blocks that make you think that this is hopeless or that it's impossible to meet new people, which you may be feeling that right now, that could be a great episode to go back to. So episode seven, episode 12 might be helpful tools for you after you listen to this one, um, as you're trying to think through where you could go, what things you could try to meet some new men this summer. So that was my first encouragement, just to set a goal and then start doing some things, go in some places, pay attention to your mindset as you're attempting this. And then the second thing I wanted to encourage you to do is to consider some hospitality goals. And so I wonder for you, could you be the one that is the host or comes up with the events that invites other people that allows other people to connect. And obviously then you would be connecting with them as well, but to kind of see yourself in the driver's seat of, you know, obviously there's times when you will go to an event that someone else has hosted, whether it's a game night or you're going to an outdoor concert in the park, or, you know, you're doing events that are in your community or something that your church is hosting. Those are wonderful. There's also a place to stop and be like, okay, I don't have anything going on this weekend. Could I invite some people over? Could I, you know, see, I see someone new at church. Could I invite someone to join me and we I'll go to see a movie or we grab dinner together or we bring our dinners to the park or 
something like that where you're the one being the initiator of some social events, this can be a really cool way, especially if you're feeling anxious about just having to go up and meet someone new or like the idea of your dating life feels like, oh, <laughs> trying to really think of yourself as the hostess and thinking about this in a hospitality sort of way can help alleviate some of the stress because suddenly you're serving others and it's not all about you. You're not having to focus on yourself quite so much. And it's like, oh, how can I serve other people? That might really fit well for some of you and help you. You're, it's helping you meet new people, but it's alleviating some of the anxiety that can come when we're just, oh, what am I supposed to be doing sort of thing. Now, you may be thinking, I don't have a home that I can host someone in. And that totally might be true. But maybe let's think outside the box a bit. And again, like I mentioned, could you invite people to meet at a restaurant, go to a park, um, doing something after church together, but it doesn't have to be at your home. I would say most homes, you could also figure out a way to have someone over or to have a few people over. It doesn't have to be a huge space. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, but figuring out, and if, if you're like, I don't actually have a place that I can host someone or it, my place needs some work before that could happen. Well, look, suddenly you have some new dating goals. Suddenly, you know, setting up your patio or looking online for some um, on Facebook marketplace or trying to find a, um, you know, a patio set on clearance or a cute rug or some pillows to go outside. Like maybe that brings you joy or that's something you've been wanting to do. And suddenly that becomes a dating goal. And you're like, what? <laughs> you're like, well, I'm working on enjoying the wonderful life that God has given me right now and trying to invite people and connect people and meet new people for my own dating life. And look, that means it's cool to like set up a hospitable space and make my home a place that other people can come and rest and celebrate and enjoy good food together, all that sort of stuff. Maybe you've been wanting to learn to cook or wanting to learn how to make a cool charcuterie board or whatever. Like this is a good excuse to watch that YouTube video, buy some things at the store, try this and invite a few people over. Again, with the the openness to say you invite that friend you know, and maybe you say, hey, if you have anyone else you want to bring your roommate or that other friend from work, bring them on over. Invite a few people over and say, hey, I'm new at this. You know, have that humility to say, I'm not sure if this is going to be good, but I tried making this new dish or I tried this new thing. We can order pizza if it's a disaster. You know, so sort of having that open mindset that, but then still want like the bigger, the goal is not to have a perfect meal or a perfect party. The goal is to connect other people and everyone has things in their life that they're not good at yet or that they're trying to figure out. And so kind of having that mentality of like, hey, you want to join me while I figure this thing out is so fun. And I think actually really builds friendship. And who knows, it could lead to dates if you are doing some of the things that I talk about in those other episodes of once those people are there, if there's a new person, you're saying hello, you tell them to invite new people the next time y'all get together, like you're just widening your network of people that you know while also serving others because you're helping them do the same thing. It's a win-win. It's awesome. So whether you're inviting people into your space or, you know, meeting up out in your community somewhere or at your church, there's lots of options. And just pray and ask the Lord to give you ideas like, Lord, how could I be hospitable this summer? How could I invite other people along on this process I'm having? You know, they don't all need to know that you're working on your dating life or that you're trying to meet new people, they just know, oh, this girl's inviting us to this fun thing. Cool. Let's go. Bring my roommate. Bring my friend. Bring my cousin. Whatever. <laughs> um, and so really try to think through what are some ways that you could be hospitable and connect others. And it might push you out of your comfort zone for sure. But 
we may need to do some uncomfortable things as we're trying this new thing and we're trying to meet new people and get your dating life going. That That's a new big thing. And so maybe we need to be okay with some uncomfortable feelings um, and push past that because you'll get better at it. These are things you can practice and feel better at as time goes on. Now, my fun example of this, and as I was thinking about this example, I just got all smiley and thinking about the memories from it. Um, was my roommates and I started something forever ago now, <laughs> but we started something called dinner club and it came about because I had two wonderful roommates at the time, Anna and Carissa and Carissa and I were both teachers and my, my roommate, Anna, she was a few years younger than me. So she had just graduated from college. I'd been teaching for a couple of years already. She had just graduated and she got a full-time job at a credit union. So she's on a banking schedule, which has some holidays, obviously, but she basically just had a few days of vacation a year, right? No real ebb and flow in her like year of work. <laughs> so as summer came around and Carissa and I as teachers suddenly had the summer off, she was a little bit jealous of that and like kind of the reality of adult life and work life where she didn't get the summer off was hitting her. And she was just bummed out like, oh my gosh, like this is the worst. Y'all are have time off and I don't get to, you know, whatever. So we were trying to brainstorm one night and realized like, well, what if we did something that helped it feel like summertime for you? And I owned a condo at the time and it had a you know, the condo complex had a pool with a barbecue and tables and chairs and stuff. And so we came up with the idea, what if we invited people over every Wednesday night and called it dinner club? I think we called it that from the beginning, but it just really was very simple. Like, Hey, let's invite people over for dinner. And we started with like, we made side salads and a dessert and we would tell people to bring their own meat to grill on the barbecue. And so that was a way for us to not have to like be spending a ton of money um, and it was smaller at the beginning, you know, and it just kind of just started with our small group at church and then other people would bring other friends. And it was really fun because we we really just did it for that summer. So like June, probably June, July, half of August until Carissa and I were back into teaching. And Anna loved it because it was something to look forward to each week. It was by the pool. We were outside, like people would swim and then we would barbecue. And it was just, it was so fun. <laughs> and so it was such a success that year that we did it again the next summer. And again, it became such a fun thing to look forward to in the summertime and a super easy way to invite new people because it was so chill. There was no RSVP. It was just show up. I have like so many fun memories from those summer dinner clubs. And eventually, I don't know if it was year two or three, but there was one point where the summer was coming to a close and we were like, well, we don't really want this to end yet. <laughs> and so we actually decided to move it into the school year. And that was when we we realized that it wasn't super sustainable during the school year for us to be cooking a big, like all the sides and stuff for everyone. So we switched to just telling people to bring their own meal. And that was great. And I, I think maybe sometimes supper clubs or dinner clubs, you may think of it as being like a foodie thing and like, oh, we're going to cook this elaborate meal or try a bunch of new things, which you can do. That's an amazing idea if you're into that and want to try it. But for us, we just kept it really simple, which is one of my tips if you want to end up trying this is to keep it simple. And so when it kind of not only was it that the school year had started, but it also was there were more people coming. And so it just made more sense for everyone to kind of take care of themselves. And so some people would pack pack their dinner. One friend always came with his like red and white igloo. So he looked like he was bringing a like 
organ transplant. That was a whole joke. Um, so some people would pack their dinners and come. Some people would just grab takeout on the way. And so it was fun to see what people brought. And, you know, what, as it got colder, we moved it from the pool area just up to our condo. And it turned out it was so fun, y'all. And such a simple way to build community. And it it was really by word of mouth. I think eventually we had a Facebook page where we would post things. This was, you know, probably this was 15 years ago, y'all. Wow. Time is so weird. Anyhow, it became, its, I mean, it took off and was so, so great. And really, if you um, end up here, a couple other tips besides just keeping it simple and thinking through like, how do we want to handle food? Again, I would recommend just telling people, bring your own food. And that just alleviates some of that um, prep that needs to happen if you are working all day or don't have summer off like a teacher would. But then, you know, people would bring appetizers or someone would bring dessert they'd made. And I mean, I love one guy that came. He was this more quiet, uh, uh, just guy that you wouldn't expect this from. We all found out he loved to bake. And so every week he would bring a delicious dessert. And it was so fun to see this side of him that I wouldn't have learned about just seeing him at church or whatever. Anyway, fun things happen with. So figure out the food, keep it simple, make it work for you. And then I always really liked having a wingman. <laughs> so my roommates were kind of naturally that. Um, that if I knew that Anna or Carissa was going to be there, I knew I would have fun because we didn't have an RSVP. You know, it was that season of life when people are less willing to kind of commit to something right away. So you just wouldn't know who was showing up. And so sometimes it would feel there were awkward moments. I'm not going to lie. Like all the positive things I'm sharing. There were some times where it was like, oh, this combo of people that showed up tonight is a little bit different, but we still just made the most of it and had fun because some nights it was like 10 people. Some nights we had like 20 to 30 people. So it just kind of depended or, you know, like the beginning when only a few people had shown up and you're like, oh, this feels a little awkward. Well, my roommate was there and that felt like, oh, she and I are partners in crime here. We can pull off this social situation. So I would just recommend, even if it's, you don't have a roommate that you can do that with, maybe you decide to buddy up with a friend that you both are wanting to work on this. And you're like, yes, we can do this together. Let's make this happen. Right. Um, so having a partner that you can kind of have your wingman that's always got your back <laughs> can help the situation. Um, if you're trying to do this sort of casual non RSVP situation. Um, and also I would say part of keeping it simple is, and successful is to keep the same time and day. And so that was, we just did for that summer, we did Wednesdays. I can't remember the time now. I want to say Wednesdays at six. That sounds right. And people just knew they could come anytime, you know, till nine ish, six to nine, come anytime, open house, stop by for however long you want to. Um, and that was helpful because people knew that every Wednesday it was happening. And maybe you can't do every week. So you're like, we're always hanging out the first Saturday, or we're always hanging out the first Wednesday, or whatever it might be, or have some way to communicate to people the schedule. But I think having a very regular, consistent time and uh, time and day um, is a helpful way to kind of build community if you're trying to invite new people and that sort of thing um, and really kind of keeping it simple and chill. So anyway, it, it, was, it was so fun. And I look back on it. It, it lived even after me. So um, I did not end up meeting anyone. I probably went, oh, I'm trying to remember. I met so many new people through it. I don't know that I went on any dates with anyone from it but that could be my own situation that was happening there. Um, it was a place where when Trav and I started hanging out, I brought Trav to dinner club and it was such a great place to date in community to see like, how does he like hosting? How does he like meeting all my friends and hanging out here? Like it was really helpful to have this group to bring him to, 
to get to hang out with other people as we were trying to get to know one another. So it was a helpful tool in my life. And then I would say quite a few couples met at my house for dinner club, which I look back and love. And it wasn't like they started dating immediately, but there's quite a few couples that I know dinner club is part of their story as they say how they first met or, you know, in their early days, maybe they'd met somewhere else. And then, oh, and I got to know him at dinner club. And I'm like, yes, praise the Lord. (laughs) So it was such a wonderful gift because it, again, it helped me enjoy my life, the single life that I was in in at the time. It allowed me to pursue things that bring me joy, like hosting and making food and making my home beautiful um, and connecting others. Like I loved getting to do those things and it blessed other people. It was a win, 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 win. So I would highly encourage you to think through like, is this exact idea? You could copy it, just do it and try it. See what happens. If it doesn't work, okay, you pivot and try something else next time, but you could try this exact thing. Or maybe this gets you thinking about other ideas that you could do um, that would again, allow you to meet new people while also allowing other people to connect. So just a little idea, an example from my life that you might give a dinner club or something like it a try. And I hope that even this could spur a conversation between you and your friends. Like, don't go at this alone. Consider this, both both hospitality and just you trying to go places and do things to meet new people. Talk to your friends. Like, you don't have to do this and feel alone in these goals you're setting. You can do this in community and talk through with friends, um, either married friends that are helpful and supportive for you. Like, Hey, I'm trying to think through some ways I could meet new people this summer. Will you pray for me? Will you, can I bounce ideas off of you? Or if it's with your other single girlfriends that you're like, Hey, let's do this together <laughs> and figure out how we could, maybe you tr- decide to try a new restaurant every month and invite people, or you decide to go see a few different movies or try that, um, line dancing place or whatever, like just thinking through what are some things we could do this summer that maybe are a little different than what we've been doing that might get us meeting new people. So anyhow, as you try these things, I will be praying for you. And I pray that you would remember the Lord's kindness um, for you, that he hears you when you pray. He wants to give you wisdom for your dating life. And so let's remember his love for us, his great care for us as our good father. Um, And let's keep asking him for help. He wants to help you Have a great summer of meeting new people and moving towards dating and eventually getting married. So I'm here rooting you on and I will talk to you next time.